0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. I hope that the audio is okay. I'm actually recording this in my den at my house. I'm starting to wind down. I just did some reading. I'm trying to get away from my phone. I've got the fake fire lit and the playoff hockey game on TV. Well, I did before I started talking to you guys. I just wanted to spend a little time with you guys and ladies tonight and talk to you about choices. You know, We see a lot of people that You know in their 30s haven't accomplished much and then we see others in their 30s that have accomplished so much and had so much success and then we see you know people get into their 50s and 60s and towards the end of their lives still having accomplished nothing and then some people accomplished a lot when they were younger and it all falls apart and then other people accomplished a lot when they were younger and it gets even better over time and you know at the end of the day um, we are the product of our decisions, and that although we all come from different circumstances, and some of us had you know great parents, and some of us didn't. Some of us come from single-parent households, and some of us were adopted. Um, some of us had good parents that were loving and caring, and others had abusive parents. Some of us grew up with money. Some of us grew up with nothing. You know, it's... It's completely different for every person and every person is their own. Nobody has ever experienced what you've experienced. You know, there's people that, you know, grew up with money and loving parents, but then were sexually abused by a family member, you know, and then there's people that grew up poor and that didn't happen to So it's like, you know, no matter how you chop it up on the surface, everybody has a different set of experiences that have helped in part to mold them into what they are today. But... What I really want to zone in on in our discussion this evening is choices. And ultimately, at the end of the day, choices are what make us or break us. Choices, you know, you can look at exactly where you are in life right now. And you are there because you deserve to be there. And for some of you, that might be a compliment. And for others, that could be insulting. But you are there because that's where you... Deserve to be. That's where you deserve to be. Even if you're doing good things and it just hasn't broken through for you yet, well, you're not quite ready to reap what you sowed. So you're exactly where you deserve to be. And the reason why we are where we deserve to be, where does that deservedness, is that a word? Where does that deservedness come from? It comes from our choices. And I want to give you some tips and advice as to how to make good choices because I've made some great choices and I've also made some pretty terrible choices. In my 29 years on this planet, I was just telling my wife the other day, I said, I feel old, you know, not in a bad way. Um, I've always felt like I've had an older soul, so to speak, even though I don't believe in that stuff. But, uh, you know, I just feel like I've lived a lot of life. Uh, and with that, I've made a lot of great decisions and bad decisions. So, I did want to give you some concrete tips and advice that you can take away from this discussion or rather my stream of consciousness and apply to your life. And the first piece of advice that I have when it comes to decision making is always do it with a clear, sober mind. Always do it with a clear, sober mind when you're going to make a big decision you want to be clear-headed and sober. So I don't even necessarily mean um, under the influence of drugs and alcohol, although I, that is definitely part of what I mean. So you know, let's just kind of reduce that to, yeah, be sober when you make decisions. Don't make decisions under the influence of drugs and alcohol. But what I also mean is when you go to do something, you need to pause and ask yourself if you are in full control of your emotions. A lot of us make very foolish decisions because we are angry, especially or sad. And then, even sometimes, we make very foolish decisions because we're too full of ourselves and too happy. You know, a good example of this would be playing roulette. You hit black and double your money, and then you hit, you know, let's say 23 big. And then you put everything you've got on the board and you lose it all, right? Everything misses because you know it's that's a silly example. But a lot of times we get too ahead of ourselves. We're feeling too good. We get too full of ourselves. And we make decisions from ego instead of just walking away with the money in our pocket, right? So we need to make sure that we're clear headed. So number one is sober, not under the influence of drugs and alcohol. I don't need to tell you why that's important. We're all adults. And then, secondly, is clear headedness. Are we in a place where we're neutral emotionally? And I don't know that we'll ever be able to be neutral emotionally, especially when it comes to high pressure decision making or high pressure situations, but we need to be as close to neutral as we possibly can. My third piece of advice for decision making is always return to your ideal. So, I've talked about this in a podcast before, specifically regarding men, but this also applies to women that you should have an ideal to which you compare your thoughts, words, and actions to and decide whether or not you should take, you know, make a certain decision or not make a certain decision, right? Or how to make certain decisions. You know, so for me, my ideal is God and Jesus and his word, right? I'm able to make decisions based on, you know, is this a biblically sound decision? You know, quite literally, WWJD, right? You know, there's so much good advice for, relationships and money and business and everything that you could possibly think of in the word, you know, and I think that all of us need to have an ideal with which we compare ourselves to, to help us make better decisions. So I think having an ideal is in a code of conduct, even on top of that is so critically important. You know, I was telling a young man that I was mentoring the other day that You know, you need to have a code of conduct in life and then anybody and anything that does not align with that code of conduct gets kicked to the curb. You know, so when you have a code of conduct like ethics, morality, integrity, character, honesty, trustworthiness, you know, when it comes down to, hey, should I tell this white lie? Because it's easier the answer when you look at your ideal Jesus Christ and your code of conduct No, you shouldn't tell that little white lie. You should tell the truth even if it's difficult, right? So number one is being sober. Number two is being clear-headed and not caught up in your emotions. Number three is having an ideal with which to compare that decision to. Somebody or something that you look up to majorly that's timeless and unchanging. That's why it's God for me and the word and Jesus and words like character and integrity like that, that'll never change. Those are principles, right? And I think number four is in the multitude of counselors, there is wisdom. In the multitude of counselors, there is wisdom, right? And that in many, in many what is it? In many counselors make war, right? That you shouldn't go to war without having advisors and that in the multitude of counselors, there's wisdom that when you have advice from people, that you can trust, and it makes sense to take advice from that person. You know, I've talked about this before. Don't take advice from people that you wouldn't trade places with. I wouldn't advise you to take financial advice from somebody that is that has no money. You know, I wouldn't advise you to take marital advice from somebody that's been, you know, in four or five divorces. You know, I think you need to be wise with who you choose as a role model. And that hurts sometimes because there's people in our lives that we look up to just based on our relationship. Maybe it's a a parent or a role model from when you were a kid, but over time you realize that person doesn't really have all the answers to what you need to know. And you need to change up your role model. You know, I'm not saying that you have to disrespect that person or you can't have conversations with them, but you know, again, be very careful about who you're taking advice from. You know, does the person that you're getting money advice from have money? You know, that's, it's simple. It really is. But I want you to think about this. So I think having people that you can go to to run decisions by, you know, I think that's such a critically important part of making good decisions. But that's the podcast for tonight. I just wanted to leave you guys with a little something to ruminate upon or over or through whatever is the correct wording for that. I don't know, at this time of night, I'm getting loopy because I'm so tired for me. 751 for me is very late. I will be in bed in the next 20 minutes. So um, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. If this has helped you at all, please share the episode. I appreciate it. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.